You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 602. Army Max. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 602. And it's me. It's Guy. I suppose, Guy, our next milestone is actually um, 885. Is that Uh, our next milestone? Well, let me think. That would be 600 shows. No. That would be 500 shows. 785 would be 500 shows. Is that what we we started at? 285 did we 285 yeah my word we're closer than i thought (laughs) yeah just like another two and a half plus years to go (laughs) yeah stay tuned everyone we'll have an amazing contest for show 785 we're only announcing it here on 602 to get you ready and what i'd like to know is how many times between now and then will you change your setup do you think oh oh countless Countless. Countless. As a matter of fact, as we are speaking right now, I'm changing. (laughs) Yes, that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Yeah. How are you? How are you you this week, Guy? I'm doing just fine. Um, Little bit. Now, now, before we go too deep into this, now you're not going to be on next week, right? No, I am on vacation. Okay. And that's fine because... Next week is going to be oh, kind of weird it? for me, Thanks. too. No, no, that's no. Fine, I don't mean it? it like that. That's fine. All right, fine. I won't come on when I come back then. Right, that's fine. <laughs> no, fine. please don't go. Don't go. Please don't go. Yeah. All right. You know, I'm not even going to start yeah, saying yeah if, you, yeah, if you do if you do that, I will go. So just, yeah. yeah, and I would not blame you. Not in the slightest. Uh, now, next weekend on Saturday is actually uh, Guy Jr.'s graduation from college. So, but fortunately we don't have, we don't have that far to go. Um, it's as the crow flies, it's about 45 minutes. And with, uh, the traffic in this area shouldn't take us more than four or five hours to get there. I'm guessing, but so you don't have far to go. You look across the UK in that time. (laughs) Well, the only reason why I'm bringing it up is next week on Sunday, when I'm going to record 603, Carl Madden will be on. So Yay. for, for the people that have been missing the, the, the Mac and forth podcast, which I loved listening to, um, you can, you can bet that I'll be giving him a hard time about yes. the, the missing, the missing Mac and forth show. And just as you should do really. Yeah. So, um, but this week it's, it's actually been a quiet week and I, I can't believe it. You know, it's the typical insanity instead of unusual insanity. What about you? Uh, pretty much this uh, last couple of weeks, it's been rugby, 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 and more rugby. So Maybe, rugby then. Yeah. Well, we had our AGM recently, which is obviously the annual, annual general meeting. And uh, I was doing a lot of work to get that all set up. And then uh, I think a week or uh, and a bit ago, I ran 
um, touch for the Saints versus the Army, which is the modern memorial match down at uh, Franklin's Gardens, which is like hallowed ground. So uh, that was pretty good. And then last weekend on the Friday night, uh, we went to a rugby referees dinner. And then on the Saturday, I was over in North Walsham, uh, which is quite a drive from here, uh, refereeing. Uh, then um, during the week, we had the AGM and then we had on, uh, let's get this right, on Thursday, on Tuesday night, I went down to Franklin's Gardens again to watch two local uh, cup games, one which is the Oceanic, which is a junior game, or one which is the Lewis Shield, which uh, actually there's quite a good shield, that is. It's quite a good game because if you've ever won the Alliance Cup or the Lewis Shield, you can't ever play in the Lewis Shield again. Really? So, yeah, so that what that means is a lot of the rugby clubs, it, it kind of goes round. So a lot of the rugby clubs get a chance of getting to the final and winning the cup. So it can be quite good. And then on the Thursday well, night... Wait a second. Doesn't that mean that eventually there won't be... There'll be like just one team like, okay, we'll just get the cup because <laughs> we got nobody to play now. Well, no, because obviously you get new players coming through. So what it means is younger players come through. So let's say you play the first team, which is an absolutely brilliant club, and they're always winning everything. If you're a first-team player, you're in the team which actually wins it. So they can still enter a team into the Lewis Shield, but they can only put their you know second-string or third-string players that have never won the game, never won oh, the Oh, okay, Shield. so it's not so much based on the team, not but cup. the players the that team. are it's on the, the team. Players. Okay, I oh, see. That makes much more sense to me. Yeah. I was yeah. there thinking, well, wait a second. That would be like, you know, the NFL having a Super Bowl no. and them saying, yeah. all right, yeah. now if you've won no. the Super Bowl before, you, <laughs> you can never play, play in the team no, in the it's game players. again. Okay, that it's makes players. much more sense to me. Shocker. And then Thursday, Thursday I uh, basically uh, refereed a game at Franklin's Gardens, which was the North Ants uh, Alliance Cup, which is uh, uh, – the cup itself is worth a hell of a lot of money, actually. And uh, that was a cracking game. Then Friday yesterday, I went down to see a couple of veterans games. So there's, this is over 35s, and I ran touch in the final final because there was like a plate, uh, a cup, and a shield. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't even go there. And then this morning, then this morning, <laughs> I, I, use, I, I have a sippy cup. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, one was a straw. Yeah, one was a spoon. <laughs> one was a, and this morning, I did uh, an under 17s game. And I must admit, I got home and I thought, right, I'll go up and s start sorting out my tip and, and doing uh, the notes. Well, I actually looked at the notes yesterday and Guy had already done them. He's been ever so good recently, folks. I know. I, I'm just awesome. You are awesome. And then the, I came home from rugby thinking, right, I'll do my tip, but stick that in and, and my app pick. And um, basically, I sat in the city and fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. I've actually, I, I've, I have fallen asleep in this chair and like banged my head on the table because oh. my head just started drooping and then it was like wham right <laughs> onto the table. And it's like well, at that point you, you just go, sorry, go yeah, ahead. As long as long as you didn't, your head didn't fall on your keyboard and you ruined something on your Mac, then that was good. See, we always bring it around to our Macs, folks. Somehow, somehow or another. <laughs> <laughs> a couple things to talk about real quick. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't want to have this in a center section, but uh, last week, China shut down iTunes in China. Did you hear about this? I did hear about this. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and the the really odd thing is that millions in the U.S. are crying out, "Why not us too?" <laughs> but a bump. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll leave this, that one there, shall we? This, this next one, I'm, go, I'm just going to mention it here, but I am going to run the ad for it uh, for the next two weeks. Uh, I was telling you, I think if people listen to the entire show, they probably heard it in the after show. Uh, Starlight Express is, is playing at West Potomac High School in Alexandria, Virginia, which is the high school that my son Peter went to and that he did, you know, King Arthur and Spamalot and so on and so forth. Well, now they're doing Starlight Express, and I mean, this is a program that really, really does different things, and I'm you know, fully in their corner and, and want to support them. So I contacted uh, Clark, who's the guy that runs the program last week, and, and asked him if he wanted me to put an ad in the podcast for... Uh, the the show that's starting next Thursday here in Alexandria, Virginia, plug, plug. And he was like, oh, that would be wonderful. So I went ahead and, and I did the ad for Starlight Express, West Potomac High School, Alexandria, Virginia. And uh, I won't mention it again here in this show, and I won't mention it next week, but it, there will be an ad playing for it. And uh, just in case anybody's curious, no you know, I'm not receiving any gratuity for doing the ad. I just like to support the arts, you know, like, like this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, We're the arts. (coughs) We are. We are so bizarre. Well, shall we uh, go on over to the, my Mac.com recent article? I think we should before we bore people anymore. Well, yeah. Oh, sorry. That. Sorry. Now, that's not to be, <laughs> I said that completely wrong, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> not to say that Starlight Express will be boring. No, uh, just that us really rambling. Meant, I just us rambling. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> now, if only we could combine Starlight Express with rugby. Yeah. Now, that would be something. No, 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 no. Let's not go there. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the first article at MyMac.com is the Plus US or Plus Us, Plus Us, Plus US, Lifecard Slim Portable Battery. This is a review by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get jaded to some of these. We, we actually need new openings. Well, you don't, you don't have to pay play them, you know. Well, I, you know, I don't, but, you know, it's the OCD in me that says, play it, play it. <laughs> the life card is a slim stainless steel power supply that will recharge most of a smartphone's battery quickly. It's thicker and heavier than a credit card, contrary to what the advertising says. It is skinny and will fit or, or will indeed fit in a wallet, but it's not as uh, unobtrusive as an ordinary credit card. Considering the price, it's also light on capacity. Go on over to my Mac.com and read the review from Sam. Doesn't sound like he liked it too much. Acer H277HU display for USB-C and HDMI. This is a review by Nam Jimo. This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? The future has arrived. USB-C ports are here to stay. Acer's impressive new H277HU display. What? What? Duh, just what? product what? names. 
I was on a real good roll. I'm sorry. Man. I'm you rework and I apologize. H, right, just to get you fed up even more. Acer's <laughs> impressive new H277HU display for USB-C and HDMI solves several problems and leaves only one or two unanswered Right, unanswered problems. Okay, owners of Apple's diminutive 12-inch MacBook can use this external display for accurate enlargement of their built-in visual content. Ooh, All of the computers and devices... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like some uh, accurate enlargement. <laughs> All of the computers Ooh. and devices with HDMI ports are welcome also go over and read if you want to understand exactly what john is talking about and not what we're Uh, rambling on yeah yeah and our weird weird (laughs) minds are trying to uh okay well are you are you ready for this next one i am okay tech Uh, fan no i'm not actually no i'm not I, i am now okay tech tech fan number 251 Trust by Rim Tobertson. I got to get that back in my repertoire. David and Tim, Tim have a great argument in the second half of the show about streaming first run movies. Also, do you trust the technology that requires an online connection? Did you know that NES games are still being made? There is a, there is a new cut. There is a new campaign to recreate the Commodore 64 and look at our links. Oh, wow. Okay. And look at our links to get an Xbox 360 USB controller to work from work with work with a Mac. And that's from David and Tim. I've got to say, I bet your son doesn't um, have your, uh, language skills when it comes to his plays else he'd never be in anything would he really no no they'd be like no you're in the chorus dude yeah yeah totally yeah totally yeah. Chorus. Learn, learn this song go away and don't come back to you <laughs> yeah. okay uh, <laughs> mymac.com writers apps picks an opinion by chark or clark oh no let's go chark mapple yeah it probably works better <clears throat> there are almost a bajillion apps for the Mac app store. So so how do you cut through all of the <laughs> cruft and get to the good ones? Let the MyMac.com team guide you as we give you our essential app list rundown, a list of apps we use on a daily basis and couldn't, that's couldn't, let me get that right. Uh, yeah, get that fixed that. There you go. Yeah, well, la, la. Couldn't do there without. Yes, brilliant. Apostrophe, <laughs> apostrophe. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> oh, wherefore out apostrophe. <laughs> Next up is Ludy Dragon. Did you know that it was Shakespeare's birthday yesterday? Was it? Happy birthday, yes. Bill. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. yeah I, and, you know, because I know him so well, I call him Bill. Yeah, Billy. Billy yeah, boy. Billy. Hi, Billy. Next up is Ludy Dragon. This is a review. Re- start that again, please, Guy. Okay. Next up is Ludy Dragon. Oh, Ludy Dungeon. <laughs> That's why I asked you to start it again. <laughs> well, it's a dungeon, so I'm sure there's dragons there somewhere too. Okay, all right, all right. Ludy Dungeon. 
This is a review by Rim Tobertson. Tim. Tim. Knows you saw the in-app purchases above, but don't worry. Looty Dungeon is not one of those games that claims to be free when in reality to do anything worthwhile, you have to spend 10 bucks unlocking something via an in-app purchase. Looty Dungeons IAP is simply characters you may want to buy, although he thinks you can actually earn them all by just playing the game and earning the in-app currency. Go on over to the website and read that review by Tim. Wow, this, that's going to get quite a workout today. It is mymac.com spotlight. Peter Skinner by Rim Tobertson. As you as you all know, every week over over there at mymac.com, they will spotlight a company developer or person that supports Apple users uh, by asking them to answer several questions. And this week, Tim. <laughs> this week, he turns his attention to Speeter, Pete, Speeter, <laughs> Speeter, Speeter Killer. Skinner. <laughs> Peter Skinner from 10 One Design. And it was a great interview. Well done, Tim. Yeah, so that was done by Tim. <laughs> okay, moving on. Fellows or Fellowies. Folio, and I don't know. I don't, how is that pronounced? Is it fellows or fellowies? Fellowies, fellowies, folio, and keyboard for the iPad Mini. This is a review by Heave Stemmen. Didn't we have something for him? Can't remember. Anyway, Just, and I don't see it. I'm going on. Moving on. For users of mobile devices on the go, it is required to have a case and protection for your device while traveling. The people that do long travels may want to be productive. People using a mobile device, such as an iPad, may find the onboard key, on, onboard key screen, on-screen keyboard annoying. In which case, having a physical keyboard is a is is necessary. <laughs> you know, you'd think I would have learned how to read by my age. Our friends at Flowies have a few accessories <laughs> for mobile users that are of interest in, to business travelers. I tested the Mobile Pro Series Deluxe Mini Folio for the iPad Mini Four and Mobile Pro Series Bluetooth keyboard with case for you. And that's by Steve Hammonds, and uh, it could also be Fellows, which is F-E-L-L-O-W-E-S. Fellows. Okay, the next one is a bit of a detective story, apparently. The HP printer found innocent. Router is guilty by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Huh. You wrote it. Life is not simple. Especially on this podcast. (laughs) Will you let me finish? Life is not simple, despite what Apple wants us to believe. And boy, have I got a story about that. Computers are not simple. And if you thought printers were among the simplest devices in technology kingdom, in the technology kingdom, you're overly optimistic. You've got me doing it now. (laughs) You're it's overly catching. optimistic. 
<laughs> for nearly four years, I've had an HP 86000 all in one printer that worked fine until the day it did not. Suddenly, I found that once the printer entered sleep mode, it would no longer accept any print jobs. Go over to the website and read exactly how Sam fixed the printer issue. Ba, 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 ba. Bum, 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 ba. Next up is the Puro BT5200 Bluetooth Stereo Headphones. This is a review by Dale Dorn. Going right to the sound in Bluetooth mode, the B250, BT5200's bass. Well, wow. Wow. Uh, the, uh, the B52's, yeah. <laughs> Rock Lobster! The BT5200's bass is not especially emphasized as are many popular headphones, but that bass goes ultra deep with a strong weight even to 16 hertz. The mids aren't forward, well they should be, and are slightly soft, which I guess they need a, oh, where was that? You know, I know, no, 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 no. You know, no. You, when you have to go looking for it, you, I know, it just I know, doesn't it just work anymore. Well, it would still be funny, but it, it's just an extremely poor taste. Um, the mids are aren't forward and are <laughs> slightly soft, as is the treble, slightly with good detail. When you read the comments in the twenty-five music sections below, or below, I guess at, at the website, you'll understand how good this sound is for portable use. It couldn't be better, and many audiophiles are willing to use the BT-5200 at home as is, or with minor tone control adjustments to suit their personal taste. Go on over to the website and read that review. Much better than I did by Dale Thorne. Lantronics X-Print Server Office. This is a review by Heave Stammond. With all the mobile devices surrounding us, the need to print documents is lower than what it used to be as we can read on our device. But printing is still required, here, here, and sometimes you may want to print directly from your mobile device. Here is the issue. Is your printer compatible with mobile and wireless printing? Question mark. If not, the Lantronics X, the Lantronics X printer server, X print server office may be exactly what you're looking for. So if that stokes your interest, go over to the website and re-read Steve's review on Lantronics X print server office. Is that the last one? It looks like it could be as of the color that I'm looking at. Yeah, golf clap, but we yeah yeah golf Golf clap clap. yeah yeah. If you would like to disease, probably you know it's an s an STD. Just carry on. Just say yes. Carrying on. on. Okay. Yes, it's a disease. Just you don't have to justify what it is. (laughs) Well, I figured I would just you know give more details. Yeah, but you can see a doctor (laughs) and get it cleared up with only minor side effects. If you would like to write for the mymac.com website and have and let's us admit and let's admit why would you <laughs> well writing for the website's great it's it's us reading yeah, I know. It's your us stuff reading on the it. podcast that's the apparently is the problem uh <laughs> contact john nemo and he can be reached nemo at my mac.com and let's get you writing for the mighty mighty my mac.com website yeah right quick rant before we go out this sure. section. Apple TV, 
new Apple TV, I wanted to throw it out the window the other day. I've had a couple of issues where the it's connected by Ethernet, okay, to my system, and it's working fine. But the amount of times I go onto the Apple TV and it says, no connection, check your network. And I go into one of the apps like iTunes or Netflix or BBC iPlayer and it can get to their services absolutely fine. And then I go into one of the other apps like Photos, for example, and it says no connection. We can't look at any of your photos because there's no connect. Yes, there is a connection. I've just proved it. I've gone into iTunes. I've looked at the iTunes server. I've pulled something down. I've uh, And it's happened so many times. I'm starting to get a little fed up guy with my apple tv because I, that i can is sympathize one device that is one device of all of their devices that and i know we use this phrase and we shouldn't but it should just work because people who buy that device are going to be not technology led and if they find they have to pull the ethernet out start a wireless connection and get the connection back and put the ethernet and don't tell me, why don't you use it over wireless? I'll tell you why. Because Ethernet's quicker. That's yeah, why. Yeah, absolutely. Got the connection there. So that's why I want to use it. So, yeah, rant over. No, I can add to that rant. I have had nothing over the last two weeks, nothing but trouble connecting to my iTunes library here. Because, you know, I've got the, the Mac Mini that I have my entire iTunes collection that worked fine for a very, very long time. And right. after all the problems I had, I mirrored that over back to the Mac Pro on a separate drive. Both of those are connected to my iTunes account. Both of those go through, you know, my, my the, the email address that you have to have. Cannot see either library. It says home sharing is not enabled. But I know for a fact that it's enabled on both of them. And it just will not connect to it. So when we want to watch something via iTunes, then we end up going to Apple's iTunes through purchased stuff and looking at it through there. But the problem with that is I have a lot of content that I have put into iTunes video content that wasn't purchased from Apple. It was, you know, DVDs and, yeah. and things along those lines. And I can't look at any of those because obviously those aren't in iTunes from Apple. So, yeah, I'm getting a little fed up. I'm more than a little fed up with iTunes myself. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah, you see, I did. this wasn't iTunes. This was the Apple TV because the uh, iTunes I could get to. It may be that that's the problem for me as well, that it's a problem with the Apple TV. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway. Let's let's keep a let's keep our BDI on that. Shall we keep our yeah. BDI? So, well, why don't you get us out of here? Okay, everybody. Oh, deep husky voice. Stand by. Stand by, and we'll be right back. Yes, we will. <laughs> Don't miss West Potomac High School's production of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Starlight Express with music by Andrew Lloyd Webber and lyrics by Richard Stilgo. Heading off the rails, Beyond the Page Theatre Company presents the supercharged spring musical Starlight Express. 
directed and choreographed by former Starlight Express cast member Philip Lee Clark, with musical direction by Kathy Manley, West Potomac High School in Alexandria, Virginia's tradition of excellent promises to live on through this exhilarating and challenging musical masterpiece. Starlight Express highlights the importance of never giving up. The music delves into the imagination of a young boy and his toy trains, each racing to become the fastest engine in the world. All performances will be at West Potomac High School's Springbank Auditorium, 6500 Quander Road, Alexandria, Virginia. Playing from April 28th to May 7th at selected times, there will be eight performances that will be sure to sell out quickly. Visit Beyond the Page Theater Company at West Potomac High School's website at westpotomactheater.org for complete details about Starlight Express and for more information about upcoming Art That Matters shows and performances during the 2015-2016 school year. The race is on! The guys who brought marshmallows to a house fire. It's the G-Men and the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next bit, which is, which is the second section of the MyMac podcast, number 602. And that will be lost on most people. But yeah, obviously, yeah. as you heard, it wasn't lost on Guy. No, I'm, I am totally, I am, I am, I'm feeling so serene right now. I had, Serene? I had like, oh yeah, I had that huge rant. I wasn't even recording. Believe me, I wasn't recording the rant that I just did. And I feel so much better. I feel calm. I feel collected. Uh, I feel cool. That's good. That's good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm, I'm happy. Life is good. <laughs> anyway, take us through what the hell you're talking about this week. Why so serious? Yeah, yeah. Why so serious? Uh, there was an article in uh, Computer World, and uh, we'll put we'll put that link into the show notes. And essentially, the guy was talking about an analyst that is saying that Apple's emphasis on security makes ARM-powered Macs, and by ARM, we're talking about you know the same kind of processors that you have in your phone and uh, your iPod and uh, iPads. Uh, inevitable that that because of Apple's emphasis on security, ARM-powered Macs are the future. Now, as I said, according to some analysts, Apple is preparing to run Macs off their own custom-built ARM processors instead of Intel chips. And it's, you know, it, never say never. However, you know, longtime Mac users know that Apple has changed processors twice now. Uh, they, they started off with Motorola's 68XXX processors, which was the original 68,000, the 68020, 030, and 040s up until the early 90s when they switched over to PowerPC chips. And then, of course, uh, in 2000, I think it was 2005, they switched from PowerPC chips to Intel processors. Now, in each case, Apple included an emulation layer so that you could run 
your software that was originally compiled for a different processor to the, the, the new platform. But in this case, I don't think Apple can do that. I am not aware of any type of emulation for Intel-based software that will make it work with any degree of satisfaction on ARM processors. Because, I mean, really, when you get right down to it, no matter how great Apple makes ARM processors, they're not going to be as powerful core by core as Intel's chips. However, that doesn't mean that their emphasis on security means that only Macs can be made. I, I, I was going someplace with that and I can't even remember what it was. Uh, basically, where is it written that the only computing platform that Apple has are Macs or that ARM-based computers can't do most of what people use computers for. Now, this has been kind of an ongoing topic over the last couple of weeks on this show where we have talked about, like, for example, the Remix Mini, which is an Android OS-based desktop system. Uh, We talked about how iOS could become a desktop-based system, kind of a crossover, you know, between your phone and, and your desktop you know, really what it comes down to is that a computer is is merely a piece of useless hardware without software or something similar to that, an operating just something that you can use it on. And it's not like Apple doesn't have choices when it comes to what operating system is going to get their attention. And over the last few years just because of how much money that it makes for Apple, Apple's, it seems like Apple's main attention is, has been on iOS, which of course is arm based is, is an arm based platform. So, you know, uh, basically Gaz, what is your opinion? Number one, do you think that Apple would switch from Intel based chips to an arm based chip for, for Macs? Um, if it was in their best interest and if it was in the interest, not, sorry, not just their best interest, if they felt it was in the best interest of the platform, of course they would. Uh, Undoubtedly, they would change. Um, they are not adverse as an organization to, uh, stepping out of the box and, um, changing, uh, the box shape completely. Um, so that is something which, um, I would. Um, I, I, I don't think that's a problem in answering that question. Will they soon, though? I think is probably more pertinent. And I think at the moment we're not quite there. I think we've discussed in the past that they've certainly. We think that obviously in the depths of Cupertino that there are certainly ARM-based um, devices which they're testing all the time <clears throat> in different forms and manners. And uh, I'm sure that there are versions which are quite close and some of the guys that are testing them would say that you know yeah these are ready for prime time but i i can't see it just yet they are too um set i think in the ways we are moving forward and the more we go down the route of 
changing the way we use computing and computers, i.e. everybody's talking about the fact that um, smartphones now, I'm not going to say the word iPhone, smartphones these days are, are, are becoming ubiquitous. In, yeah, smartphones are now ubiquitous and everybody is now looking for the next big thing. It could be the next big thing that they are in particular looking at ARM-based um, uh, technology. But there could be something else around the corner which they'll they'll jump into as well because they, they are very good, Apple, at, at jumping in and using something which everyone goes, what? Really? Uh, so, you know, Unless it really helps them going forward, you, you know, I, I can't see it happening quickly. But yes, they would. Of course, Apple would change if they needed to. Okay. Um, the the way I kind of look at it, and I, I think we kind of hit on this last week, is that you know, overall the PC market <clears throat> is shrinking, um, except for Macs, which seems to still be and has been for a number of years now. Uh, growing much faster than other operating systems that are on Intel's platform. And I think that Intel would go to the nth degree to keep Apple as a customer and, you know, offer whatever deals that they had to, to, you know, to keep Apple on, on their particular platform. I just don't believe that the Mac as a platform would gain anything from switching to ARM chips, that doesn't. Now, again, that doesn't mean that. Yeah, but 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 that's that. What you've said there is you don't believe it would gain anything, and I think what we've got to what we've got to understand is, uh, and what I I think I said was, I hope I said was they would if it benefited the platform and what they were trying to do for their users. Um, whereas I agree with you that at the moment, I think the, the jump would be too big a jump and it would cause too much ructions in the whole market. Oh, certainly. It certainly would. I mean, if you look at what happened when they switched from Motorola processors to, uh, power PCs and from power PCs to Intel processors, there was probably two to three years of transition, not so much for the hardware. Now, especially when they switched to uh, Intel for Macs from PowerPC, I think they switched the entire <laughs> line over in about a year. And that was 2005. I think they switched the whole line over much faster than people thought that they were going to. Yeah. But, it, you know, like I said at the beginning of this segment, it's not just the hardware that has to change hardware by itself. I mean, you could take any computer not given an operating system and, and not give it software. And it's just a, a, it's a useless lump there on the floor or on your desk or wherever it is that you've got your computer. You've got to have software for it. And I don't know if a lot of the software that people use every day, and I'm not talking about, you know, the Microsoft office or, things along those lines, but a lot of the Adobe software that professionals use, a lot of Apple's own software that professionals use, as well as the myriad of, of developers out there that make software for Intel-based Macintosh computers, I don't know if they would be willing to put in the work necessary to switch all of their software 
from no. Intel-based processors to ARM-based processors. And without no, that no. software and without developer so, support, you've got nothing. No. So, so what we've got to what we've got to ask the question is, where are the benefits? And that's that's something which I think Apple would be extremely good at coming up with the reasoning why we need to go, uh, and they would make that you know extremely clear as to why and when and how. Um, but at this point in time, I think I think we're both in agreement that unless there is a real user case, they they certainly won't move. Yeah. Uh, not for Max. Not for Max. Definitely. Yeah, well, the analyst was basing this partly on iOS's secure enclave and all of the biometric data that's used by your phone and tablet that kind of identifies it as being yours and only be, being able to be used and opened by you. All of that is stored within the custom-built ARM processor that Apple designed. Um, yeah. There currently isn't anything like that for the Mac um, and I've got here in the show notes mostly because it so, isn't, go, it isn't really so, needed so, yet. Okay, so guys, let let me jump in then. Let let me sure. ask the question: What's the problem to be solved? As Alice would famously say, what, what, <laughs> what do we think? What do we think? What, why are we discussing this? Why why are you interested in this whole process? Because I know that you brought it up um, a few times. So I'm 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 sitting there listening to this podcast. Yeah, I'm not on it. This is not Gaz. This is Mr. Listener uh, who's, who's Mr. Listener, ask the listener? question. Yeah, Mr. Listener listening who's asking the question. <laughs> Why are you so interested in Apple and ARM? Um, I think my interest got peaked when I checked out the Remix Mini and saw what somebody was able, on a relatively low budget, to do with Android to turn that into a, a desktop operating system. Okay. Okay. So let me stop you there. Let me, okay, let me go be ahead. A, a rude, let me be a rude interviewer and, and interject. <laughs> it's not like, so, you. Don't, um, don't hurt my feelings. No, Hey, me hurt your feelings. I do it every week, mate. That's true. Don't worry. That's true. Um, so, so whether would I know you it or like, not, whether, yeah, whether you know it or not. Yeah. So would you like Apple to come out with a, uh, shaven down operating system. And do you think that would be beneficial for them? Uh, I don't think it would be shaven down at all. Uh, now, if you had meant that alongside saying, you know, uh, ARM based Macs, then shaving down oh, OS 10. Absolutely. That's okay. exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly what I meant because obviously your, your interest has been piqued by that um, Android device, which, yes. you know, failed for me, but actually, you know, you, you, it's kind of piqued your interest. Um, I was very impressed by of, it. That yeah, but there were lots of shortcomings of it. So what yes, there do were. you think, what do you think that Apple could do, which would not have those shortcomings, but could be of interest to people who really now, less and less are buying PCs. Uh, I think that, that Apple could easily create a device the size of an iPhone that you carry around with you wherever you go and either a direct connection with like a lightning cable or into some kind of ported device. You basically have your computer everywhere. So, so let me jump in again. Let me jump pocket. in again. All right, yeah. let me jump in again. Let, let me sure. be rude again. So why could that not be a smart device that you carry around at the moment. I'm not, I'm not picking on iPhones here, but why could that not be um, an iPhone or a Samsung Android device that people carry around at the moment? Why do we have to, to, because what I'm getting is you then basically have 
another device which you'd be carrying around because most people have a smart device with them now. Yes, they always have their smartphone with them for the well, people okay. that own smartphones. So yeah. this basically means that wherever you go, there you are. You know, you you could take this device in a small cable or, you know, something to to output it to typical monitors and keyboards and all the rest of that through the lightning cable, connect it up anywhere. And there's your desktop computer, wherever you are right now, it, it wouldn't work for Samsung and it wouldn't work for any Android phone maker because for example, the remix mini is tied specifically to the forking of Android that uh, Jide, the company that made the Remix Mini, did to support this particular device and to create a desktop environment for Android. But there is nothing that that works with the Remix Mini that would allow you to take your Android-based phone and connect it to it. And there is nothing from yeah, all of you, the you, Android phone makers to do the same thing. They don't make anything yeah, okay, that lets you okay, connect ignore, it up to something Android. to turn it into an, ignore, a desktop device. Ignore Android. Ignore okay. Android. Ignore Android. Let's 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 take those out of the equations. All right. Do you think Apple could be the company to say with now, with this let's go five years into two or three years into the future, let's not say five years. People always go five years. We're going to be flying cars. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah, how okay. long's the how long's the iPhone been out now? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to step back. Okay, Fly, right, we're coming car up time. to ten. We are coming up close to ten years for this device, people. Yes. And lots of and everybody. I remember at the start of this whole process, people saying, "Oh, desktops, yeah, they're thinking of fast." And I went, "Nope, nope five, ten possibly 15 years. No, we're still going to have them. But, you know, things don't move quite as quickly as we uh, expect they do. But let's say the USB-C connection Mm -hmm. gives us ultimate power. You can do anything with it. You can do video, anything, right? Whatever you think you can do, you can do with that connection. Or even some sort of new uh, radio protocol that comes in allows you to connect to a screen. Do you think Apple is capable and would go down that avenue of saying, okay, you actually now do not need um, a Mac if you are somebody who does the sort of things that an iPad or a phone does for you? Because we still know that there are still power users out there that require a desktop slash laptop machine and the power that that gives. Yes, but you have to kind of – Do you think – do you think do you think Apple do you think Apple would give and create that device so that you can then link in to some new connection to be able to use your smart device that you carry around with you that happened to be used that happened used to be a phone is now so much more do you think that's where they'd like to go with the arm based technology Oh I think that's very much where they would like to go because you know we we talk about or we have talked about in the past uh, lock-in to particular devices and to particular platforms. And, you know, people do talk a lot about Apple's supposed lock-in, which is complete nonsense. 
but it's all based when, when you're down at the computer level, it's all based on applications. What applications run on that particular platform that a manufacturer has created. And for nearly everybody that is windows. So a lot of developers of course make software for windows, which will run on, on all these different computers. Apple has their own operating system. Apple supports that operating system. They support the hardware that goes along with that. And the developers that create programs for the Macintosh, they're not, they're, they're not locking you into a platform. They're saying, if you want to run these applications, you run it on a Mac. If you want to run those other applications, you run it on Windows. And for the programs that aren't cross-platform, well, those lock you into whichever platform it is that you prefer to use with that software. Apple can easily make a device like this that you plug in and, and whether it's a hard plug in or whether it's some new broadcast standard that allows you to connect to a monitor and a keyboard and all the rest of that stuff wirelessly. I think Apple could easily make that. And I think that developers, you know, okay. just like with iOS yes. would jump onto the bandwagon. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Here's the big question. Okay. Do you think people, do you think people want it? That's the same question a lot of people asked when the iPhone came out. And we can see how well that worked out. And even ah, though even though sales for the iPad have slowed down, if they but they slowed down across the board for tablets. The same thing happened with the with the iPad. Developers yeah, but go to where I, the No, money no, is. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to right, stop go you there. People when the iPhone came out, they didn't know what sort of device it would develop into. There's a massive difference to having a device which you're expecting to be able to take you forward to do some things mm -hmm. rather than having a device which then um, expands the area into which you didn't know it was going to go. Now, we're in a situation where we would say this device can now do everything that you need to do, but it, when you sit For at your desk, people. it gives you... the for most people, uh, yeah, we're talking. We're not talking heavy users. You know, no. we're not talking people who who there will still be usage of desktop slash laptop machines. Right. Understand, but for your everyday Joe, an iPad slash tablet with any manufacturer's OS behind it can do most of what most people want. Yes. So. Is there a demand for that device so that you can sit at home and have a screen and have a, a, a shining keyboard on whatever um, uh, surface that you're being able to type on? Or do you think that most people now just don't care and that they're happy sitting, typing on their iPads, typing on their tablets, typing on their phones? And th there's no requirement for what you're talking about. Well, because... No one has thought of it yet. There was, there's a famous quote by, I think, uh, by Steve Jobs. I know I'm not going to say this properly. Um, you basically don't know what you want until we show it to you. Something along those Zippy. lines. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Steve. Um, is the demand there for something like that? 
honestly, I don't know. Nobody can really know until somebody creates a device like that. And the, the Jide Remix Mini is not that device. Right, 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 stop there, stop there, stop there. Because I, I, what I'd like to say is Apple, and we've we've mentioned this lots and lots and lots and lots of times, Apple, they innovate, but they innovate around what's already there. And they make it better and move it to the next stage into areas that people weren't expecting and make it really useful. Right. Would you agree on that? Yeah, I yeah? would agree on that. I think most people agree on that. So what is out there at the moment which matches what you've just said where they could take it forward? And really, I don't think there is anything when it comes no, to computing. No, there isn't. And it, there is no requirement to actually move it forward. I'll tell you where the next thing is, and that's the Internet of Things that everybody keeps going on about. That is personal health which everybody knows about, which they're getting into through their iOS devices. I don't. I think computing now is pretty much getting to the pinnacle from which when we move forward, it will transform into our iOS devices, into our ta- uh, tablets, um, full stop. There is something completely different, which is the Internet of Things, which I think Apple will be concentrating on. I don't think they're too worried about mobile computing, which is kind of what you're talking about. That's exactly like what mobile, I'm talking about. Mobile computing slash desktop, so that it gives yes. you the power when you're in a, a place, um, which I don't think there's anything along those lines that Apple are really cared about at the moment. I don't think they're too worried about that at all. Um, well, obviously, it, you know, there's no way to know what, what's going on behind the scenes uh, at Apple, unless you're actually involved in, in some of these various pie in the sky programs that they yeah. have. Uh, but I think, I think having your computer in your pocket that you plug into when you get to work, that you plug into when you get home, that, that you can just hold in your hand and do whatever it is you want to do. I think this has a huge future and, uh, I'm hoping that Apple is going to be the company to to start pushing that out there. Right. And we're going to hold that there. And I think we're coming to the end of this section and I'm going to leave you with one thought, which I'll, I'll, obviously you can come back on. Is that why Apple is so bent on making sure that the FBI can't just jump in and get them to unblock a machine? Um, do you want me to answer that? You want to stop there? Perfectly up to you, sir. Okay, uh, why don't we stop there? I, I do have an opinion, but why don't we stop there? And we would love to hear from you know all of you good people that have been listening to this this going back and forth. We would love to have your opinion on uh, future devices that could come from Apple or from somebody else. It, you know, just because Apple has one of the most popular mobile platforms right now doesn't mean that somebody else can't come out with something that is exactly like it is what we've been talking about. Uh, we w- I would also love to, to hear your opinions on, on Gary's, sorry, Gaz's, Gaz's last come thought on. there. I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. So please, please uh, let us know what you think. Send it to us in all the various ways that we will tell you in the next section. Gaz, should I get us out of here? I think you should. Uh, Then I will. Everyone, please, stand by to stand by. 
And we'll be right back, Rachel. Heard it on the radio. Space is the place to go. Moving through the no zone. Are you into video games? Well, check out one of the many club podcasts here on the Stoplight Network. There's Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam. Whether you love Mario, love Halo, love Crash Bandicoot, or just love some good old-fashioned PC gaming, make sure to check out one of the many club podcasts here on the Stoplight Network. These shows are weekly shows where we'll catch up on what we're playing, what uh, news stories are on that platform this week, and much, much more, all revolving around the wonderful world of video games. So check out Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam right here on the Stoplight Network. The My Mac Podcast. Be grateful it's just once a week. Hi everyone and welcome to the final section of the Mighty Mac Podcast number 602, Army Max. Guy, would yeah. you like to tell everybody why you you wanted to go Army Max or do you think it was enough of a clue in the last section that they would have got that? Well, you have to <laughs> you have to remember that I am probably much older than most of our audience and for people that don't know, there's a movie called Stripes starring Bill Murray where he says something along the lines of army training. That was where I was going with that. Right. Cool. cool. Yeah. Do you agree with and that? I, I, I do. I'm nodding my head. Ah. Gases and tips. Mostly. Gases and tips. Mostly. Gases and tips. It's time for Gases tip. You know, I, I wonder if Nick Hall even still listens to the show. I'll bet he's given up. He, he was um, the one that made these two. And Nick, if you're still listening, we need we need a new theme song for Gaz's tip tips. Thanks. Do we? Well, not really. Any but. theme song? No, no, we don't. It's brilliant. What we need is any theme tune from him because it was <laughs> anyway. Never mind. Um, and we don't pay, by the way. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> ever, ever. Um, when you click the Alt or Option key, when you click on an item in the Finder window and drag it to another window, it copies that file into the new window. Excellent. So press when you're dragging a, an item from your Finder window into another area, i.e. into another folder, etc., wherever you want to move it. If you press Alt, it will make a copy. Yeah. Now, instead of, in, yeah, instead of just moving the whole file when you're in column view or list view i should say you know the little triangle reveal triangle that you see next to um like the folders, folders that yeah got? yeah if you press alt uh, or the option key when you open those folders if you've got lots of subfolders they all open as if by magic which can be really useful wow really i see now i got to try that do I have? Would you like to try that one? Well, see, I, I've got to find. I got to find one that's got lots of other. You've got stuff a in subfolders. It. I know. Exactly oh, I found one. I Ooh, found one. Does it work for you, sir? So, guy, all I can say is I screwed up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, in in when when you've restarted your Mac, when you're in list view, 
just try the option key when you're clicking on a reveal triangle in the finder window and it will work for you i can assure you um and that's the end i'm nodding my head Ooh, hit it that's the end of gases tips that's the end of gases tips that's the end of gases tips is that the uh the end of the tip will you let me finish yeah boy no this too slow there (laughs) yeah don't get me started (laughs) don't get him started don't get me started yeah, hey, I, I do have a really cool app pick, though. Uh, excellent. It's excellent. an expensive one, though. It's kind of pricey, oh. but it's a good oh. one. It's a good it's, one, but expensive. Oh, yes, okay. it's by TechSmith. It's Camtasia 2. It's $99 on the Mac App Store. This is both presentation software, and you can even use it as a movie editor. It's easy to use, and it is the choice of many professionals, I think also including Don McAllister. You can find that either at TechSmith, or you can find it on the Mac App Store. Excellent. Yeah. Now, I've kind of got a pick. <sighs> Are you picking on your pick? I'm picking on my pick, but I'm giving my pick a bit of a um, a reprieve until I've done a reboot because it may be something that I've not done right, but I was I was hoping that it would work. There is a Safari, um, what do they call them, extension, yeah, which is called Auto Pagerize. It's a great name, isn't it? Auto Pagerize. I'll put the yeah, link in I the think, show. Uh, I think Chevy makes a car called that. Now, one thing that has always annoyed me is having to click the next page whenever I've done a search or a Google search. An auto-pagerize should actually give you a ever, well, basically an ever-increasing list. It's not expanding, but it's just, you know, as you scroll down, you'll go through all of the results that you've got, and it will give you a break where you've got page one, page two, page three, so it doesn't lose that functionality. And you can scroll down, because I always hate clicking on page two, because sometimes I like to, you know, kind of see what the next page of results is. And then you're going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. Well, auto-pagerize should solve that problem, but it didn't. So I'm... I'm, I'm hoping that the folks out there, well, if you want to try it, you may not want to try it. It is actually on Apple's Safari extensions page. So they've checked it out. So it's not as if it's a dodgy um, extension. And uh, if it works uh, next time, I'm going to be really bigging it up, although I will have another pick next time. But um, if they can get this working or I can get this working, that's my pick. Auto Pagerize extension for Safari. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. <laughs> oh, I was trying to find as you were taught because I knew that this was coming. That this was going to be kind of an anti-pick, pick anti, hey. anti. Hey. So I was like, oh, what can I use? What can I use? And that just seemed to be the best choice. Doesn't yes. make it necessarily the best choice. Just that I thought it would be. Um, there's no people's pick <laughs> this week. And uh, going to remind you one more time, which we will do for the next couple of months, that the Mac Stock Expo 2016 is coming in Woodstock, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. 
And this is going to be so much fun. You people, if you can make it, you do not want to miss it. And we're even going to tell you a way that you can save a little bit of money off of the ticket to go to the Mac Stock Expo. Basically, just go to MacStockExpoConference.com. If you just Google Mac Stock Expo, it'll come up. Go ahead and put in however many tickets it is that you want. Use the code my Mac sent me all one word to get some some nice cash off that you can use for your hotel or or travel or or whatever. But you really, if you can make it, don't miss this. This is going to be this is going to be like a Mac World Expo minus the iPhone cases. So and that should actually be like a banner at MacStockExpo.com, like. Macworld Expo, but no iPhone cases. I think that that would be a huge seller. Yeah. Well, so, perhaps you'll just send that to Mike and see what he says. Yeah, and then he'll never speak to me again. Well, that uh, wouldn't. Uh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, nothing, no change there. You know, you know, I'll show up at the MacStock Expo and he'll be like, oh, you, so you showed up after all. Really? Yeah. Really? Got Damn, it. really. Okay. <laughs> Let's go on to G+. Let's go okay. over to G+. Go ahead. So, Eric Diaz. Eric Diaz. Uh, he said, hi, guy and Gaz. I've been busy the past few weeks, and I'm a little backed up with my podcast listening, so I missed the 600-episode celebration. Congratulations to both for doing whatever it is you do on the show and getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. As a gift, as a gift for doing whatever we do on the show and getting away with it, he sent us a bumper. Dedication and perseverance are the path to excellence. That's not the path these two are on. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Eric. Uh, we heard from Alistair Jenks uh, regarding the use of the F8 key to pause iTunes. It works no matter what the current application is. The space bar only works when iTunes is the active application. Well, yes, he, he's actually right. And I didn't think about that until, until well, actually until I saw this comment. Uh, but hitting the space bar will also pause it in QuickTime and uh, I think DVD player and a few other applications. But F8 works across the board. So he's absolutely right there. Cool. We have 165 liquors on Facebook. Now, I think that was 165 last week, so we may have lost one, but we've got a new liquor, and that's Carla Baril Gillespie. Thank you very much, Carla. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, guess. Yeah. How, how can people get a hold of you to find out how to join our Facebook page? It's ever so easy. If you want to contact me, what you do is you send an email to G-A-Z Z, cars. at mymac.com or on the Twitters, you can contact me, Gazmaz, that's G-A-Z Z cars. M-A-Z Z cars. You, don't, you only have to say cars oh. now. Okay. okay. <laughs> or you can contact both Guy and myself on the Twitters, uh, over at twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz g u y a n d g a z cars z cars sorry cars you can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com I've stopped the music because there's no more Zs. Um cars oh I'm being I'm being cooed now Mrs G downstairs going coo 
and I know what that means, so I'm going to have to get a move on. Uh, yeah. You can contact us at I feedback. I know what that means too. My... Nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't mean food. <laughs> Stomach oh. before that guy. Oh. <laughs> Feedback at mymac.com. Oh, we have a Skype number, which is if you're outside the US plus one, and then it's 703 436 9501. I'll give you that number again. If you're outside the US, it's plus one 703 436 9501. Guy, how yeah. can people get in contact with you? Well, because I want you to uh, hurry up and get to your <laughs> wink food. Wink. <laughs> My email address is guy, G-U-I, at mymac.com. And you can also reach me, wink, wink, on the Twitters <laughs> at MacParrot. Darling, I'm coming. <laughs> oh, no. Twitter address? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. Um, anyway, uh, if you would like to use any of those methods for getting a hold of us, uh, especially based on some of the things that we talked about in the second section of the show, we would love to hear from you. Or if you just want to contact us for any reason whatsoever, those are the various ways to do it. Uh, before we go, I would like to say to all of you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. And we are, we, I, every single week, I, I, I hear from you people and it's like, wow, that's, that's just amazing. Thank you so very much. And Gaz, I would like to say that I think, me personally, I think that we are good enough. We deserve that praise. And we are smart enough. We're smart enough for that praise and doggone it, people like us to praise us. Yeah. Like us so much, they praise us. Get your English right. Um, <laughs> D, I, I wanted to say dig there, but D, did you mention? Zenon, 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 Armed un Grit. For Kampf v Lang v S Oyof a Mechanit a Telephonian <laughs> or Oda tablet Veil <laughs> as Meshug. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what language that was yeah. because I'm likely to get I'm likely to get attacked. However, what it was supposed to say in English is the G Men are armed and ready for action as long as it's on a Mac and not a phone tab or tablet because that's just crazy. It was sugar. End 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 I'm saying end 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 Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. So we're back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
good was that? That was Finder finding an AIAFF, and I've just dragged it in, so I've probably now lost it. Probably <laughs> well, no, it should still be it there because it doesn't. You know, my problem was I deleted all those files, thinking I wouldn't need them anymore yeah, since they yeah. were in Soundboard. Yeah, no, it's still there. You're right. I've just checked it. It's, it's still there. When I probably should not have done that. As a matter of yes, fact, I will say I will go on record as saying, "No, guy, you should not have done that." No, that's true. You're an idiot. I am. I am. No, you're not. No, you're not. Of course, that's well. No, no, no. You're a very nice man. Well, that doesn't preclude me being an idiot. (laughs) And the first step in resolving any anything is to admit that you have the problem. Yes. Yeah. Of course, I'm not sure how you can solve idiocy, especially self-inflicted. That might be better. Okay. If it's not, then I'll redo that later. Okay. Later on. Later, later, later. Okay, you you bring us in, baby. Okay. Guy's the one. Guy's the one. Somewhere. And welcome, everyone. <laughs> what? What? What was that? What was that? I screwed uh, up. Yeah, yeah. Shocker. Uh, I'm glad I did it. I got that one. I got you. <laughs> you did. You did. Well, because, and like I said before, it was because I wasn't expecting it. If I expect <laughs> it, I can power through. But if I'm not expecting it, then I just kind of go. <laughs> I've, I've just made a few notes. Oh, yeah. Guy said that Facebook is. No, 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 no. <laughs> Get him. Get him, internets. <laughs> no, as your consultant, I've made some notes. Oh, <laughs> more like as my therapist. Yeah. Precisely. So he really Precisely. shouldn't be in front of a microphone. I get that now. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Again, and we're recording. That was a much better section than I thought it was going to be. Thank you. <laughs> No, seriously, you you pulled you pulled that out. Cool, cool. I just thought I just thought we were kind of heading down a, a similar vein that we've been b- through before. So I thought I'd, I wanted to, I wanted to get out of you what you were actually looking for. So that's why I went down that view. So excuse me for doing it, but no, don't, it don't 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 apologize. That made it a much better section. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that won't be in the after show.